My name is Jeremy Devins, and this is the Quiet Mind Yoga Podcast, episode 182 of Vinyasa Practice for progressing into deeper variations of postures and deeper flexibility. So today we have a nice, well-rounded practice, as always, with a little more emphasis on building flexibility throughout the whole body. We'll go through all the movements of the spine, a little bit of strengthening, a little bit of balance. If you have two blocks, we'll use those in today's practice, but if not, that's totally fine. And this is also good for beginners or relatively newer people to vinyasa as well, if you know anybody like that, or if you just want something that's not super intense. But as always, I give you options. So you have options to progress as much as you'd like in your practice. And if you'd like more guidance on how to progress in the poses, check out the free guide I created, that quietmind.yoga slash pose guide, which walks you through a video training of a lot of the most common poses I teach here, and what to look for, how to find your alignment, and what common mistakes you can avoid as well quietmind.yoga slash pose guide is where you can get that. And we'll just get right into our practice in a moment here. If you have any feedback, as always, you can reach out at on Instagram at quietmind.yoga and tag us there if you are practicing anywhere interesting in the world and you want to share about your practice or just enjoying your classes. Uh, that really helps us reach more people. And you can also leave a rating and review. That helps as well. The goal is just to make yoga as freely available to everybody who wants it uh, with high quality classes and uh, just the instruction that I wish I could have found years ago. So hopefully uh, you can help us reach more people in that way. So if you're uh, ready to practice, let's get started. Uh, Let's just uh, start with our blocks. So take one block at the highest height towards the back of your mat, one at the middle height, a few inches in front of that. So you'll lay back onto this into a supported back bend. So your spine has to move at least a little bit to do this one. (laughs) And uh, you could move that block to the middle height if you want a little bit more, but if that's plenty, you can stay there. Yeah, and you play with how high or low it is, find what feels good, and then your arms can be like beside you out to a T, a little more intense, or maybe arms overhead if that feels okay on the shoulders. We'll stay here uh, about a minute or so. So, you know, if you want to try different variations with the arms, you can do that. But settling into this time to practice, letting your breath slow down a little bit, a little bit deeper, slower breaths. Anytime we're working with releasing tension in the body and increasing flexibility, the most important thing to all that is the breath. So the more relaxed your breathing can be, the, the more your body can become more flexible. If our breath is shallow, that's going to make our body tense up more. So just relax, slow, deep breaths here, a few more rounds. start to massage into the back. So to do that, just let your knees bend, feet to the floor, 
and cross your right arm under your left arm to hold opposite shoulders. Separate your feet a little wider apart and let your knees rock side to side. So this is kind of massaging your back into that block. And if one spot feels really good, stay there. But if you want to keep moving side to side, you can do that. And then we'll just come back to center, bring the other arm underneath, getting under the shoulder blades and Again, you can massage side to side or hold still on one spot. And we'll come back to center and off of the blocks. Just coming down to the back for a moment without the props. And we'll hug the knees in and rock a little side to side here on the floor, massaging the back. And then to the center to rock forward and back along the spine from tail to shoulders. And we'll come all the way up to hands and knees. So start to move the spine a little more from hands and knees. It's a little easier to get some movement this way. We'll uh, just move the spine any way that feels good. This could be like holding still in one spot or cat-cow or moving all around. Just listening to your body, doing what feels good for your spine, hips and shoulders. And then eventually we'll come back to a neutral spine for cat-cow. So as you exhale, you'll round the back, chin towards the chest. And as you inhale, you'll extend the spine, lifting the chin and lifting the tail. Continue with your breath a few times, exhaling to cat pose and inhaling to cow pose. And maybe moving into different areas of the spine than you might go by default. So there's a little more awareness through the vertebrae. Something called spinal segmentation, where we uh, move each vertebrae one at a time. It's very challenging to be able to really do that, but as best you can, just finding a little more mobility throughout the whole spine and lessen the areas that are easy for you to move. And next time you extend the spine, we'll reach the arms forward towards the corners of the mats. Hips stay over the knees as you lower the forehead down. Maybe bring the chin down if your neck's feeling more open. And we'll hold and breathe here a few breaths. Now, if your chin's down, back to the forehead and walk your arms to your left into a side bend. If you want to let your left ribs get shorter so the right ribs can get longer, you can even crawl the right fingertips away. So as always, we'll do a little bit of everything, whole body practice, some strengthening, stretching through the whole body. Uh, right now, we're moving the spine through all its directions of movement. So let's go over to the other side, walk your hands to the right. Let your right rib shorten, left side lengthens.
And then we'll come back to center to bring the right foot forward in this low lunge. And then hands down inside of the foot to some version of lizard pose, either hands to the floor or elbows to blocks or elbows to the floor. Holding here for a moment. Creating a little length through the spine. And starting to open in the hips. So the last spinal movement to do is the twist. So we'll do that here with the left hand on the wood floor, right hand to the thigh, extending the spine. You might stay right there or reach your right arm up or bend the back knee, reach for the top of the foot. We'll hold here for a moment. So it's an open twist. And then we'll lower the hands down and back to hands and knees. Pull left foot forward to lizard pose, any variation. Onto the hands or blocks or the floor. into the twist. Now right hand, a little bit off the mat, left arm opens. Again, maybe bend the back knee, reach for the top of the foot. Sometimes low back pain could be related to tight quads. So releasing tension here. If there's a lot of tension in your quads here, uh, that's a good a clue that it might be part of the cause of the back pain. Pretty much everything between the belly button and the knees could be a cause of back pain. So slowly come back down and back to downward facing dog, easing into down dog, bending one knee at a time. Now let the right knee bend and press the left heel down towards the floor, getting a little deeper into the calf. And to the other side, same thing. Left knee bends, press the right heel down. And then both legs straight, both heels pressing towards the ground into down dog, a little bit more into calves and hamstrings. All the way down to the knees again. Just a little more opening here for the legs. So tucking the toes, sitting back to the heels as much as your feet will allow. So if your feet are really tight, you'll lean forward more. But if you're okay, you sit back. So weight into the feet and then maybe arms overhead, interlacing the hands, reaching the arms up, adding a little more weight onto the feet. Hold and breathe there. And then we'll slowly release. So the other way now, tops of feet down, toes either point straight back or a little bit in, sit back towards the heels and lean back. Hands can help with that, or you can start to lift the knees. Last thing you could do is bring hands to the heart, focusing on stretching the tops of the feet, the shins and the, cat and the uh, ankles. And then we'll slowly release from there, back to down dog. 
Bending one knee at a time, easing into down dog. Now we'll step the right foot forward to a low lunge. This time we'll float the arms up into either a Y shape or you can bend the elbows beside you. You can have the back knee down or lifted for this one. Finding your stability, a little bit of strength, a little bit of flexibility. Focus the gaze at a single spot. And next, exhale, lower the hands and step forward to the front of the mat, forward fold. More passive hanging out or more active, grabbing your legs and holding into the stretch, doing what feels right for you. Step the right foot back into the lunge on the other side. Arms float up, finding your stability on this side. Just make sure the hips, knees, and toes pointing the same direction on that leg so there's no uh, knees not going in or out. And lower the hands back to plank pose, shoulders over the wrists. Holding in plank for a moment, starting to activate the front of the body, getting into the more active postures. If you want a little more activation, energetically drag your hands and feet towards each other without actually moving them, it contracts the lower abdominals. Now either lower to the knees, the chaturanga, or chaturanga all the way to the belly, to cobra or locust. So we'll hold in some version of a backbend here a few breaths. So a little bit lower than uh, usual on this one, so we're focusing on strengthening the back. So looking at your elbows bend a little bit, yeah. Feel the back starting to activate the back of the body, and then we'll come back to down dog. Lift the right leg back to step it forward to a lunge and float the arms up on your inhale. And exhale back to the plank pose one more time here, this little sequence. So inhale and plank pose. And exhale to belly or chaturanga, to cobra or up dog here. And exhale back to down dog. We'll lift the left leg back. And step it forward to a high lunge on this side. Float the arms up as you inhale. And then exhale to step forward to a forward fold at the front of the mat. Inhale to lift halfway up. Exhale to fold at the waist. Inhale to reach all the way up. And exhale, hands to hearts. So now moving with the breath, one breath, one movement. As we inhale, reach the arms up. Exhale to fold all the way down. Inhale, half lift. Exhale to plank pose. Hold for an inhale and plank. Exhale to chaturanga or knees down, chaturanga. Inhale to cobra or up dog. And exhale back to down dog, no rush. Holding here for a moment. And next inhale, right leg back. Exhale forward to the lunge. Inhale, float the arms up. 
And exhale back to plank pose to hold for an inhale. Exhale down to chaturanga or belly. Inhale to cobra or up dog. And exhale back to down dog. Hold, breathe here for a moment. Next inhale, left leg back. Exhale, forward lunge. Inhale, float the arms up. And exhale, step forward, forward fold to the front of the mat. Inhale, half lift. Exhale, fold it. Inhale, reach all the way up. Exhale, hands to heart. Inhale to reach up through the fingertips. Chair pose as you exhale and hold and breathe there. Hands can be arms overhead or hands to the heart. Feet either hips width, maybe a little wider, maybe a little closer, depending on what feels right for your bones. And the next exhale, forward fold. Inhale, half lift, long spine. Exhale to plank right down to chaturanga or belly. To inhale to cobra or up dog. And exhale back to down dog. Now we'll lift the right leg back to open the hip with a bend in the knee. And you could stay right there, opening the hip. You could let your left shoulder dip down if that feels good. And then we'll step the right foot all the way forward to the lunge as you inhale, reach the arms up. Exhale to warrior two, back heel down. And we'll hold and breathe here for a moment. So the back heel is down, the toes are turned slightly up. Yeah. And the front toes, knee pointing straight ahead. The feet can press down and apart like you're trying to pull the mat apart with your feet. The shoulder blades down and together. But the ribs are still in, so we're not in too much of a back bend, but just enough so we get the, the lower traps to contract in the back so the upper traps can relax. Turn your palms up to reverse warrior, reaching back, getting length through the right ribs. All right, so the, the reaching back instead of forward, yeah. And then we'll slowly float the arms down to vinyasa or right to down dog. From here, we'll lift the left leg back to open the hip. Step all the way up to the lunge. As you inhale, you'll float the arms up. And exhale, warrior two, to hold and breathe here on this side. Steady gaze over the front fingertips or to a spot on the wall in front of you. Feet pressing down and apart, shoulder blades down and together. Make sure the front knee is tracking straight ahead so there's no torque on the knee. And then we'll turn the palms up and reach back, reverse warrior. Getting length through the left ribs, left side. And then float the hands down to step forward to the front of the mat, forward fold. As you inhale, lift halfway up, long spine. And exhale to fold at the waist. Chair pose as you inhale, 
hold and breathe here. Feeling the solidity, the strength, the stability of the legs. And next inhale, reach all the way up, standing. Exhale, hands to heart. Again, inhale to reach up through the fingertips. Exhale to chair pose, holding there. From that stability, we'll create a little instability by bringing hands to heart, weight into the right foot, and let the left foot just float up off the mat a little bit here, building strength and balance. From there, slowly step back to the lunge. Lift the back heel to activate the back leg, the glutes, the thighs. Hinge forward and lift the back leg any amount towards warrior three. So it's like locust in the back. Eventually, from a diagonal line, more horizontal towards parallel to the floor. But the uh, main thing is that you feel relaxed in the breath and activating in the back of the body. Slowly back down to the lunge to warrior two legs, hands on the waist. And we'll keep that left hand there and bring the right hand to a block or the corner of your mat, the right corner, to lift the back leg up. Find a spot to focus your gaze on, hold and breathe here. At first, use as much weight in the right hand as you need, but over time, less weight in the right hand as you get balanced here. Okay, last little bit here. And slowly down, warrior two legs. And just step up to the front of the mat, and we'll go right back to the chair pose with hands at the heart. Weight into your left foot to let the right foot float up. Feeling that strength activation that happens in the left leg. And from here, we'll slowly step back to the lunge. Lift the back heel, engaging the back leg. Keep that as you lift the back leg to warrior three. Strong spine, strong back, strong back leg. Slowly back to warrior two, now lower the foot and turn the toes out. Right hand on the waist, left hand to left corner or block, lifting the back leg. Find a spot to focus the eyes, steady breath. And back to warrior two legs to step up to the front of the mat and inhale to reach the arms up. Exhale to fold all the way down. Inhale, half lift, long spine. Exhale to a plank pose. Now we'll hold here in plank. You can do this with the right knee down or not. So right arm comes a little bit forward for side plank. You're either stacking the feet on the right edge of the right foot or right knee down, side plank. You can add on to this by lifting the left leg. And slowly back to center, other side. Now plank to left hand a little bit forward for side plank on this side. Again, left knee can be down or right leg could lift. Relaxed breathing, even though it's a lot of intensity here. 
and then slowly release back to the center to down dog. And then we'll come to the hands and knees for a moment and just release the wrist. So we'll turn the, the, the fingertips towards the knees and palms down so we can shift the weight back towards the, the feet and stretching the forearms here. Moving a little side to side or forward and back. Uh, it's not forcing it, it's, it's, you can kind of overstretch with this so you don't need to push too much, but just enough to feel some stretch in the forearms and wrists. And we'll take the hands out and sit back towards the feet and just shake out the arms, loosening up, letting that tension go from the hands and forearms. And then we'll go back, well actually we'll go to the forearms for uh, forearm plank, which you can have the legs straight or the knees down for this one. But we're going to hold here for a moment, so taking the stress off the wrist, but still a little bit of strengthening in the upper body. Last couple of breaths here in the forearm plank. And then we'll come back down to the knees and back to down dog. Lift the right leg back, inhale. Exhale, step forward, lunge. Inhale, float the arms up. Exhale, warrior two. Inhale, palms up, reach back. Exhale to side angle, right forearm to thigh. And now we'll start to make a big circle with the left shoulder. So from that contraction of the shoulders, now we'll do some more shoulder opening. Going in both directions, any movements that feel good here. And then either reach the left arm out long or wrap it around the back, palm faces away, half bind or right shoulder inside the knee moving towards the full bind to clasp the hands. And slowly release the hands down back to down dog or chaturanga up dog, down dog. Now the left leg back as you inhale. Exhale, forward lunge. Inhale, float up, high lunge. Exhale, warrior two. Inhale, palms up, reach back, reverse warrior. Exhale, side angle, forearm to thigh, and sweep the right arm in circles, both directions, any movements you like. Removing the synovial fluid in the shoulder joint. If we don't use it, we lose it over time, keeping that joint able to move easily. And then we'll land into side angle, reaching the arm, stay there, or wrap the arm around the back, half bind. Maybe left shoulder inside the knee, moving towards the full bind. Sometimes less is more, so do what feels right for your body. And we'll slowly release the hands down and step up to the front of the mat to forward fold. 
Inhale the lift halfway up. Exhale to fold in. Inhale to reach all the way up. And exhale, hands to hearts. So now we'll inhale to reach up. And exhale to bend the elbow, shoulders down the back. Bring the hands behind the back to interlace the fingers. If you can, moving the shoulder blades down the back towards each other to fold at the waist with the arms coming overhead. If you need to bend the elbows to do that, totally fine. But maybe eventually moving the arms towards straight and arms more and more overhead over time. And then we'll release the hands down to the blocks. So bring the blocks to the highest height and the feet, hips width, maybe a little wider. And uh, we'll go into the outer hips here. So you let your left knee bend, right leg straight, and shift your weight towards your right hip until you feel that stretch in the outer right hip. If you can, if you want to lower the blocks, you can. If you want to bring your hands to the floor, you can. But the blocks just help uh, make it easier to focus on the legs. We'll switch to the other side now. Uh, right knee bends, left leg straight. Stretching into the outer left hip. And then back to center, both legs straight. And step out to your left into a wide stance, a wide-legged forward fold. You can use your blocks here under the hands if you want. Uh, all ten toes facing towards the mirror, just so you have your, your feet on the mat, so a little more grip. And you can use hands under blocks or hands to floor or arms reaching back. So any version of this that works for you. We'll have about a minute or so here. Main thing is getting the head below the heart for the inversion effect. It tends to simulate the parasympathetic nervous system. It takes us from the more active postures to more rest and longer holds. Uh, from here, with hands either on the floor or the blocks, we'll start to bend one knee at a time, shifting weight side to side, stretching into the inner hips. And maybe you just keep doing that, or you go towards Skandasana, or you bend one knee towards a half squat. So any version of this that feels good for you. We'll go with this for about 30 seconds. It could be holding still, could keep moving. Practicing listening to your body, what your body needs more than anything else. And we'll make our way back to the center, to that wide stance again. And just bring the feet in a step or two so we can come up to standing. We'll do one more of those shoulder openers here with the arms reaching up overhead first. Elbows bent, shoulders down the back. And then use the non-dominant grip for the hands. Just feels a little awkward 
there and then we'll fold from the waist with the arms coming overhead. And we'll slowly release the arms and walk your arms to your left, getting into the side bend a little bit here, but also the shin, the, the calf, wherever the tension might be on your left side. So legs stay just like they were, but your arms move over. And you can use blocks for that. You can use the floor, whatever is easier to reach. We'll go to the other side, hands towards the right leg. Depending on where your tension is, you'll feel this maybe in the shin, the calf, or the sides. And then we'll go back to center and to an open twist here. So last uh, little movement from this position, right hand on your low back to turn the ribs to the right, spine to the right, and right arm opens up. Long spine. And then we'll slowly come down to the other side, same thing. So you focus on extending the spine first and then the rotation comes. We'll come back to center and maybe lower the blocks a step or two. If you feel like you've got more room to work with, maybe down to the floor, but same thing, left hand down, right hand to low back to turn and then right arm extends. Really good. And then back down to center, other side. Focus on length, then rotation. And then back to center. Heel toe, the feet in a step or two for a horse stance. Hands on thighs, bending the knees. And move shoulder to opposite knee, a little left to right. One spot feels good, stay there. And then we'll come back to the center to move the feet in another step or two down to Malasana. Heels down if you can, but you can also lift the heels. You could also put a block under the tail. Hands come to the heart and we'll hold and breathe here. Now stay here or a little bit of a twist here. So your left arm reaches out to the left, right arm opens up towards the ceiling. And then over to the other side. And back down and we'll move the block to come all the way down to the tail with feet together, knees apart in Vadakonasana. You can use blocks under the knees for supports. You can use your hands to massage the feet or the, the calves or shins if there's some tension there. And we'll hold here for a few breaths. So moving into the, the slower, deeper holds, deeper postures, longer holds.
From here, the right leg extends forward, left foot to thigh, head to knee pose. So we start with as much length as we can get in the spine. Sometimes it might feel helpful to have your arms overhead and keep that length as far as you can over the leg. Maybe to grab onto the foot or the leg. It's another one where you could overstretch, so you don't need to push it. Uh, you want to stay around 60 to 80% of your edge where you can stay relaxed in the breathing. Uh, no pain, but still uh, a decent stretch. So you can definitely feel muscle fibers lengthening, but you're still relaxed. Slowly back up to the other side. Right foot to thigh, left leg extends, and long spine. Again, you might use the arms overhead to help with that length in the thoracic spine and fold at the waist. Come back up. And you might want to have your heels on your mat for this. Uh, we're going to take a wide angle with the legs. So if you're okay on the floor, that's fine. But if you want to get your heels on the mat, that might feel better for the heels. Long spine and either fold forward or to your right side into a side bend. And then we'll go over to the other side for doing the side bend. Yep. Letting the left side shorten so right side can lengthen. You can turn your chest down or up to see if that's uh, that angle feels any better to have the variation. And then we'll come back up to center and bring the feet to the floor in front of you. Knees bent, so you can uh, you can turn towards the the front of the mat again with the knees bent, feet on the floor, and I'm just going to let the knees rock a little side to side here, moving the fluid in the hip joints like we did with the shoulders, and let the knees drop to your left knee to the foot, uh, right knee to the left foot, turning away from the legs down to your hands or elbows or blocks. Maybe down to the floor to stretch into your lower right side and deer pose. So this is a closed twist now. Depending on any tension in that area, you might want to do more or less. How much you reach your arm or the angle of your right arm can make a big difference in this one. So you could feel that out. And we'll come back up to the other side. Knees drop to your right. And then turn away from the legs towards the back of your mat. Down to hands or elbows or blocks.
So this whole area between the knees and the belly button is called the lumbo-pelvic hip complex. The lumbar spine, the pelvis, the hips, uh, it all is deeply interconnected. There's a lot of the muscles that, that cross the hip joint. And uh, the QL is a lower back muscle that tends to get tense and it's tricky to stretch it. Like this is, this kind of angle is like the only way to really directly stretch it. Uh, so this is a good one to, to help relieve that muscular tension back there. Now we'll start to come back up. And then we're gonna go into any version of pigeon pose. So this could be uh, like the sort of standard pigeon with the hip square to the ground. But sometimes it might feel nice to lean onto your right side. We'll do the right leg. Lean onto your right side and have that leg to 90 degrees to fold there. Sometimes that can, uh, that's more of where the stretch feels like best for you. So find what feels right for your body and we'll hold here for a little while. And then we'll slowly transition to the other side. It's very common that one side's tighter, so do what feels right on this side. And then we'll slowly come back up. So we're just working our way around the legs into some deeper stretches of what we did earlier. So this now we'll go into the quad. So your right knee, and actually I'll, I'll go a little slower. So with this one, when we move the into this, we want to make sure we bend the knee first, so the knee doesn't do any twisting. And then we move from the hip into the half hero pose. So it's just the, the pelvis or the hip that moves around uh, in that bigger range. So start to lean back onto the hands. You could put blocks behind you and lean back on the blocks, maybe all the way down to your back or an elbow or... So anywhere, wherever you're at, you just don't want to feel any pain in the knee. If you do, just do less, don't force it. You can come back to do this pose another day, but as long as you're okay in the knee, you can lean back as much as feels good for you.
And we'll slowly come back up. And again, so when you come out, you keep that knee joint closed. And then once you move the hip, you let it go. Same thing here. Now close the left knee joint and move from the hip back into the half split, or <laughs> not half split, so the half hero pose, leaning back to the hands or elbows or down to blocks. If you feel anything in the knees, come out and do less. And we'll slowly come back up. Again, slowly coming out, moving the hip, then the knee. And we'll go into the full hero pose. The virasana, so you can have a block between your feet to sit your hips down to the block, or no block, sit your hips down to the floor between the knees, between the feet. Again, anytime you feel anything in the knee, just stop and do less. But if you're down to the floor, you start to lean back. Even if you're on the block, you can lean back a little bit and uh, still get a good stretch in the quads. But if you're not using the block, Lean back down to the hands or elbows or down to your back. And then we'll slowly sit back up. So do one more thing with the, the quads, the legs like that. So this we're gonna for this we're gonna have the feet pushed down, the tops of the feet pressed down into the floor. And we're setting up for a camel pose. And so with camel, we don't want to think of just trying to compress the low back to go back, but more so pushing down into the feet. So you can see I'm pushing so much into the feet that I can kind of lean back and be buoyant and push myself back up. And that's really from the strength of the quads, just pushing back up. Uh, so that's where we're making sure that's activated. Feet are pressing down. Hands come to the low back. Fingers point down. And then start to lean back, lifting the heart more so than uh, compressing the low back. All right, and maintain that pressing down as you lift the heart and lean back. Now slowly come back up to knees apart to a child's pose, hips towards the heels, forehead down. Releasing that compression of the back. And we'll do that one more time, coming back up to the hands and setting up for camel. Same thing, tops of feet pressed down, hands to low back, lifting the heart, pressing the feet down, lifting the heart to reach back, using the strength of the quads to support the knees and the back. Maybe you bring one hand to the ankle, maybe the other hand to the ankle, and hold and breathe. 
So any pain in the knee or low back, just to come out and skip it for now. And then we'll all slowly start to come out with control. And back to the child's pose, releasing. And we'll come back up to sitting and just make your way down to the back. Our last couple of postures here. So laying on your back with knees in, rocking a little side to side. To happy baby pose, holding outside of the feet. Or shins, you can extend one leg at a time or stay still, whatever feels right there. And let the soles of the feet together down to the floor in supine bound angle, knees apart, feet together. You can rest hands on the belly or arms overhead. Softening, letting go of effort from the active part of the practice to now the most rested, least active part of the practice. And last thing we'll do is a little twist here. So let the knees come together and uh, move the knees over to your left side. Just a simple twist. You could stack the legs or cross the legs if you want. And then we'll go over to the other side, knees to the right. And then back to center to let the legs out. If there's any last movements you want to do first, do that. But when you're ready, Shavasana, letting your legs release down, arms relaxed. And just scan your body if there's any obvious areas of tension that can soften. Notice your breath slowing down.
Now we'll start to make small movements of hands and feet, arms and legs. Eventually coming over to one side and slowly coming back up to sitting. We'll take a moment to close the practice with the hands to the heart, bowing the mind to the heart and to each other. Thank you all for practicing today. Namaste.